Hey y'all, thanks so much for joining me in episode 3 of Jay in Transit. Uh, This episode is, I would say, a little juicy, but could also be controversial. Uh, We discussed vacation flings. Um, A few of us just came back from Carnival, so I'm just giving you a warning. It was definitely one of the scenarios we um, uh, put this conversation up against over and over again. So um, you will hear from me, of course, Juana, the podcast host, Um, my friend Brandon, who's a Brooklynite, originally from the Midwest, Um, my friend Temi, who is out of Connecticut at this time, Tariq out of Houston and May, and uh, the last three were my travel buddies in my recent trip to Trinidad. So I hope you enjoy and uh, see you on the other side. I am interested in the topic of flings because um, at least in the last few years of my travels, um, it seems like there have been um, ambiguous lines when it comes to relationships, especially when you're in the sun with alcohol and lots of sand. Um, so I was interested in exploring the topic um, a little bit more. So um, why don't we start with um, what you all think a fling is and what your experience has been with flings in the past. And anybody can start. Well, to me, when you when you mention a fling, I just, I look at it as something that, for the moment, in the moment, that's it. And you go on about your life, and you go on about your business. It's nothing to, like, try to uh, build from. It's just something that happens, and you're just having fun. Mm. Yeah. I agree. When I think mm, fling, I think okay. it's like everyone, it's, it's understood to all people involved that this is transient, that there is like no need or I'm not going to say no mm-hmm. need because I guess things can always happen. But the initial understanding is that this is temporary um, and this is like kind of in the moment, in the, in the now um, with no real plans of any sort of, um, you know, commitment. Um, and that's part of what's fun of uh, what I can imagine. <laughs> I'm not much of a flinger. Uh, it's fun about a fling is that there's like. <laughs> I love it. She's like not, not much of a flinger. We're going to use that, that word. The fun of it is that like, oh no, this is supposed to be not complicated. I think that's right. kind of what I would imagine the benefit of being is like supposed to be. And I'm saying supposed to be because I've seen from the outside looking in, I've seen some flings not be a little bit more complicated than maybe either person imagined but i think the 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 benefit from the outside is like this is uncomplicated Mm. this is what happened this is going on right now it's fun we both of us look great it's sunny there's alcohol involved right you know i um yeah i agree with that and um it's just (laughs) i found that um usually one party generally think it's going to lead to more because Sometimes it just feels so good. They want it to last forever. And mm. it's not, it's usually not reciprocated for the most part. So, Right. Brandon, So, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say a couple things come to my mind. So is when we talk about flings, you know, uh, I feel like there is, there are levels to it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So I feel like there is, this is, you know, oh. help me okay. out here. I could be wrong, but I think. I, I, no, you're, I don't, I think yeah, you're right. I, I, I think feel you're like, right from what I've seen. Keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think we're all yeah. going to so jump like in. The, there could I'd be love to hear the level. could be like everything from, I'm, I'm, I go to a location with my friends or with a, with a purpose and, uh, and then an opportunity yeah. presents itself and I'm just, on for the day they just take me around we have a great time uh see the sights and that's that's it kind of an unplanned you know like experience then it can kind of heighten up or maybe there is like uh you know i i know many of us to, to the carnival so that might be like a, a fling might be uh a good number of guests. I'm assuming with somebody, uh, and then that's, oh, is this, is this better? Sorry about that. I was gonna say, a fling could be a good number of dances with somebody. Uh, you know, if you go, oh. no, <laughs> no, 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 I think it's definitely a physical attachment that mixes lots of chemicals and feelings at some point. And for some folks, you're able to walk yeah. away. And for others, you can't. But I want to hear more levels. Yeah, no. More levels. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, we didn't mean to jump on you. The, the well, third or um, final point is, well, is that. Can I, can I um, support my, uh, my other guy friend here on this, on this chat? Sometimes yes. some girl Please. can just like break it down. Like I don't know, it's it's, it's some things happens on dashboard sometimes that you can't just explain. You know, you never. Know. It could be a, a magical dance. I don't uh -huh. know. Like because um, I, you know, I think that if if you know people start outside of sex, if people are like feeling on each other, kissing, and that goes on for you know a substantial amount of time, like. I, I'm clear that a fling is like a significant amount of time, right? It's not like a, like two soca songs and like, that's not a fling. Like a, a fling would last hours or, or be a, a, a significant amount of time in someone's say, vacation. Um, but that's what I would say would be okay. like the multiple levels of a flingage, I guess. <laughs> So what I thought I you it. were gonna say with fling, what I what I when you were talking about the levels, what I imagined when you said that is I can imagine some people flinging and and we're just gonna verbify that word all kinds of ways, but like in the yeah. sense of like maybe you had a one night stand or maybe you had a magical few hours of, you know, kissing and touching and, you know, playful yeah. interaction in that way. To the and then on the other end you can have within like a week have like a more recurrent kind of fling with the same person almost like a vacation boo mm. um, and you might purposely mm. try to like meet up and see each other like a little bit more often and engage in some form of pet play or sexuality through the week as opposed to it just being more of like a one night or one moment type of things so kind of extending beyond the moment. I thought that's what you were kind of getting at. Um, but I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying too, but yeah. Well, no, you add it to his level. Yeah. 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 I, I do yeah. believe. From my perspective, right, usually you have um, 
a lot of time when you go on vacation, mm-hmm. it depends on um, the mindset you go on. Like, for example, if I go to Trinidad, right? Like the first time oh, I went to Trinidad, that's a good one. just swept me off my feet. I, I was, I had no expectations, mm. right? And everything was just perfect. So every time I go to Trinidad now, like right. I like, I'm just going to be in the moment. Whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm not looking for a vacation day or whatever. That's different from like if I were to go to like when I went to Cuba, for example. Right? I went with no expectations, right? And I, when I finally met a girl that could actually speak English fluently, somehow I convinced her to follow me to Havana from Pinar del Rio, somewhere she's never been. Or she went when she was a very little kid, and we spent like <laughs> a few days together. You know, so it it all depends on your mindset, on like and what you're expecting. You know, so those are the levels. Versus, like, if you go, let's say you go to Colombia, for example, and it's a bachelor party, you go club, you meet a girl, you know, we have a one night stand, you know, that's a fling, you know, and so, like, a lot of a lot of those flings, you don't, I don't remember as a guy, or most people don't remember. So, so when 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 do when do when do fling? It it seems like we're almost saying that like once once a fling turns into like a situationship. Like it, like uh, flings are are, oh. you know, one time moments, right? No, Is that what we're, I are, think more, no? more like one, like someone you meet <laughs> on vacation, right? Like if no, say I... you're staying at a resort, right, and there's a hot girl like in the room next to yours, you know, like, and you just end up hanging out the entire time. That could be a fling. It could be for a whole week. Right, and then you just go your separate ways, and you never call each other or whatever. That's a fling, and so, so, so our flings then. I'm with you, but our flings then just like one trip then, because when people are starting to plan, like, oh, no, no, that's. Kate, finish, finish what you're saying. Yeah, I want to hear what yeah. you're, the rest of what you're trying no. to say. What I'm suggesting is if if you have a fling in a a location somewhere in the Caribbean, hypothetically. And then, like a month later, after you have returned home and you are planning <laughs> out another experience, perhaps with the same person, yeah. I feel like that is shifting from like a fling to like a vacation day. A sit, yeah. Oh yeah, that's definitely shifting. I think that's shifting. No, I love, I love the the direction you're taking us in because the the you know, I as we kind of try to define it we have said that a fling you know is supposed to stay where where it started but we have plenty of examples we can point to um whether it's mindset or you know what you're feeling at the time or the person you ended up meeting that it does not stay um on the island on the beach at that resort or in those mountains it does follow you into real life so um what what kind of experiences have we had with with that the fling um, following us into real life? I met my ex girlfriend on the cruise, and we did it for two and a half years. That that yeah, <laughs> that came into real life, and um, I also. Um, I'm, can I ask? Sorry, Tammy. Can I can I ask you? This is all in your business, but can I ask you a question? Did did you guys? Fl- would you say you guys actually had a fling when we, you first met with her? Or do y'all just kind of meet we, and hang out? Yeah, you know. We, you know so how would you- it, it was it was it was funny. It was one of those things where my best friend was like, "Yo, 
I'm turning, I didn't even remember how old it was, turning 25 or something. I don't know. And he was like, I want to go on a cruise. And personally, I don't like it when people plan trips for their birthday because now you're like making me feel obligated, like I have to go. Anyways, I went and my mindset was I was going to, um, <laughs> I was just going to be a, be a little dog and just try to talk to every girl because I read online that cruises are the perfect place to be promiscuous. So that was my mindset. But then I met this one person that I could not stop looking at or I, I, I just couldn't shake my interest in her. And we ended up just hanging out. Nothing really happened on the trip, but we exchanged numbers and we were pretty much almost inseparable. Even though we lived on like different coasts, I lived in California, she lived in Connecticut. Somehow it followed me back into real life, right? Mm-hmm. That's an emotional fling. I think that's like uh, an emotion, but also like an exceptional story. I mean, I don't hear many of those stories um, or have experienced those stories, right? Like I will come home with a slew of numbers, some of which I remember getting, most of which I don't. And I just remember the pressure while we're wherever it is that we are, whether, you know, the fling can start, yeah, right here in New York in my backyard as I'm partying mm-hmm. somewhere or down in Barbados. And it's like, I want to see you so bad. I can't wait to see you so bad. Mm-hmm. I want to see you. We come here, it's, it's crickets. <laughs> and so I've never um, actually seen the value of bringing um, that type of emotion back. Oh, and I mean, and for, because for a long time, and I'll just, I'll speak for myself. Like I'm not showing Juana in Barbados. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not seeing like the woman who's going to work nine to five. You're like seeing barely clothed, very happy, different hairstyles. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not actually seeing mm-hmm. who I am. So you've met a totally Ooh, different person. I really like what you're saying. Because uh, you've said a few um, other things also. You, yeah. Like I've heard you use the word mindset um, a good number of times. And I think because, uh, well, you know, fleeing, part of fleeing is also the vacation. And I think what you're, you know, part of it is there is an escape in, uh, escapism to vacation in general. Like you're escaping your mainland life, whether it's the stress of your job or like a certain pressures of how you have to be. So um, I think and I think sexuality is part of that. It's part of that escape and part of that discovery and part of that fun and part of that letting of loose, like unhinging um, and like you're right mm-hmm. to say that you are that not just you, but like I, even me, like your vacation self is separate than, you know, your normal mainland weekday self. Um, and you are um, interacting with people at that level. So what then is the connection that you create with that person? Because right. who can't feel fun and happy in like the fun and sun and alcohol. I mean, some people can't with bad attitudes, but in general, like, you know, there's a (laughs) certain, you know, there's just like a certain kind of feel that we're all kind of in. And to translate that back to mainland weekday, like, does it, you know, I can see why it doesn't cross over. Yeah. Brandon and um, Nastasia, what do you, what do you guys think? Have you had any experiences no, that have um, come me. back from the beach? 
So, like, what happened, it stayed, and that was it for me. It didn't follow me back home because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I just don't see no point. I, I might don't even see you ever again. <laughs> I might don't even come back there. Like, <laughs> True. So it's just like, what's the point? <laughs> so I just leave it where it's at. That's it. It's real right there. I I can't. I, I wish I wish I could. I could. I had a story, but not. You know, I I have never really been uh, the type of person to. I think for the same reasons, um, even entertain any any sort of like fling because I'm like this is this is yeah one not not something. Unfortunately, I know it's not as spicy <laughs> as others, but I would say from. From the fling side, that that hasn't been me. I think, um, uh, you know, I'm I'm definitely a, a a person that believes in that there's levels to it. So I, you know, I might have experienced quote unquote level one and level two <laughs> in the in the Brandon levelology, so to speak. But I I have I have I haven't really uh, gone beyond that. Um, and I guess for me, I've always uh, felt like I've gotten you know, the the level of like excitement and connection and stuff from just the the events or the you know, whatever was going on for the the time that I was there. I mean, uh I know we've referenced Carnival and Carnival, you know, I felt like just just doing Carnival itself was enough energy. <laughs> I don't think I had energy to even think about it. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> and I, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And and so the first time that's a lot. I had a yeah. carnival, like the mistake that I made uh was that I didn't I didn't purchase a ticket to Tobago. To, to so I uh, I think the whole kind of wind down, you know, relaxation, time on the beach, um uh, you know, uh that's I Definitely something I got to add to the list next time. But you know, I, I think for for me at least, and, and, and use Trinidad as an example. Like I think the the experience itself was, you know, was amazing in and of it, you know, uh, on its own. So. So as you can already hear, <laughs> we're having a fun time uh, defining what flings were, but. Uh, my friend Tariq brought up um, such an interesting point about vacationers and natives to the places that we go visit. So we did a little sidebar. I did want to flesh out your your thought more um, about the vacationer to vacationer fling versus the vacationer and the native fling. Because I thought that was definitely something we brushed a little bit under the rug but Mm -hmm. should get a little bit more light so yeah um what were your thoughts on that and I'll also jump in on some of the things that came up for me when you mentioned it well yeah well so for me the main thought is like it's just um you know they a lot of times um I might vacation to a, a developing country and there is a, a class distinction between me as a vacationer and the people who are actually there. And I think about if cases where, and I've never actually been involved in this, um, where um, 
there is enough of a class uh, difference between the two that there is a money exchange happening between mm-hmm. um, between the two parties. Even if it is like, oh, um, here's money to pay for your phone bill or you've been driving me around and here's some money or an actual like more direct exchange, like there was some sort of sexual activity and here's money because of that or you hung out with me for a few weeks and here's money because of that. Or there's like, I'm on vacation, you're going to hang out with me and I'm going to like pay for all of your drinks and pay for your dinner and pay for your, you experiencing this at the same time as me. So not even necessarily a direct money exchange, but you're hanging out with me and I'm going to pay for everything that's happening. Right. And, and I've heard this happening both with women vacationers and, you know, certainly with men uh, vacationers. Um, I, you know, across the board. And that's like, whether they're married or not married or whatever, like I'm immediately like, not that it is a how Stella got her groove back. Cause that's not what the movie was about. But like, right. I think about that too. Cause it was still like a, a, you know, a single successful woman dating, you know, she ended up dating them, but like had some sort of fling with someone, which on a class level, they were not paired. So yeah. And that's I what think I was thinking. That, yeah. I also think that going off of the Stella got her groove back, um, that really doesn't fall quite neatly into what actually happens when um, when folks go with the mindset of like hooking up with a local versus hooking up with um, with a vacationer because I do think it changes the power dynamic. Right. Um, once you know there you're out there like it's almost like I'm in a vulnerable position. You're here just having fun. Um, and I need this, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I've heard a lot of instances and actually saw it in Jamaica where there were women who specifically attached to like the young, mm. well, cute staffers at the resort. Right. Um, and I guess it was supposed to be if Stella got their groove back, but Stella took him home. Stella did take him <laughs> home. No, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it's not the same thing because in that case, it did come back to the mainland, you know? It did. Yeah whether it worked out or not, whatever, but she did bring it back. But in some cases, like the, the idea is that it doesn't, and we're just going to have a good time and you're going to be part of my good time. Like you're just going right. to be a passive participant. I'm going to pay for everything. And, you know, and that's a thing that, I mean, I know it's totally, it's totally Absolutely. Would you say that it was predatory or? I mean, I, it's, it's hard to say because it's, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that the other person involved, the non-vacationer, um, is, has consent, is of age, right. uh, and has the consent to want to be a part of this and is perhaps benefiting in some way, whether it is financially or just also having fun, that there is like some form of like consenting. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, it, there, there is a, a power dynamic. There is a power shift and, is that bad? I mean, yeah, that's bad. But like, do I mean, is it possible? Like, in the where we are and all of society and all the things, like power dynamics and power like inequities are going to happen. Um, right. and I guess the question is, are you taking advantage of of this other person? Um, in you know your position of like at least financial um, power over them. So right. that's that's where it can be unfair. Um, right, because at that point, you know, we did this talk a little bit about like flings being like a sexual attraction an attraction that you leave there mm-hmm. um the you know enjoying things in the moment now but like when you're 
flinging money or like taking folks on experiences that they normally wouldn't be able to give themselves, is there really like a sexual attraction or something there? Like, oh. I wouldn't, I would say that the attraction actually is what you're giving me monetarily versus like what we're physically going to be able to enjoy if we were to stick to, you know, the physical fling. Yeah. Definition. Yeah. 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 It's, it's hard to say. Like I've, yeah, I've never been a participant of either end of that, <laughs> but yeah. like, I just, I, I think about that. I think about that. Um, yeah, I think that's a good cautionary tale because um, as I was, as I teased Temi um, about certain countries having the reputation of folks gravitating towards them for yeah. particular reasons. Right. Um, so at that point, I'm not really sure if we would call those interactions flings. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. No, that that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And it wouldn't just be with um, with black men. Like there are, you know, Southeast Asia is attached to a certain type of male. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's yeah it's it's definitely an, an interesting thing to keep in mind for folks who are going away with the mindset of having a little fun. That sometimes it's is it really fun if you know that person can't contribute as much as you do or. Um, is it an advantage point? So yeah, yeah, and and is it fair? Like, is it like, are you? Is it fair to that other person? Yeah, um, yeah. Is it fair? Or yeah, and like, and then it just kind of makes me sad that it's like, uh, I feel like as tourists, we um, we contribute to uh, prostituting, kind of uh, developing nations uh, or the develop uh, like people in developing countries. Like, there's a contribution to that. Um, and like, you know, just what does that mean? <laughs> right. What, what does that mean? Yeah. Also, it's like, do we go on vacation with a conscience? <laughs> right, right. And like, you know, actually, I've had the I've had the opposite. I've had a, a, another experience where I was on vacation in Puerto Rico with my friends, just like having a good time. And there were three men who clearly looked like they were some I'm pretty sure they were German just based off of like accents um and I I remember dancing with two of my friends and we were on the beach um and we're all some form of black whether somebody's mixed or whatever like everybody's got is black one girl was light-skinned there was me and this other woman who was uh uh biracial black and we were just like whatever we're having a good time on the beach and I think for the most part we were the only even though it's Puerto Rico we were in a like touristy section and we were kind of like the only real black-ish or black people there um at any rate these three your travelers much older uh probably in their 50s approached our friend who was with us who was a white dude and asked uh like thought we were prostitutes and was trying to like get with us and assume that him as like the white guy who was with us was either the pimp or maybe another like maybe he was a what I call those? Like another vacationer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, what the fuck? Like, I, you know, just like, what the fuck? You know? And that's why, right. like, I'm, I'm like, I want to bring it up because it's like, they're contributing to prostitution. <laughs> and, yeah. and, but on, on the other hand, coming from a country that perhaps like has put these, these developing countries in, in um, places in of poverty position. and then right. coming back in and like, because there are no other options for people, prostitution is an option. 
And so then right. you go there for prostitution, which is like a double oppression, <laughs> like a double uh, kind of um, taking advantage or, of that, of that, of that power right. differential. Right. No, that, that's definitely a fair point there, yeah. um, which is, I think, why a lot of the travel groups um, were started, um, not to get off topic, but um, because women of color felt unsafe going to some to these, exactly. you know, a lot of countries for the way that they were approached or treated. And so exactly. um, that's definitely something to keep in mind because um, most of the times when we go, well, I, I know when I travel, I look exactly like the person in that country. So, right. Right. Um, those, yeah, those interactions definitely get awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, awkward. yeah. And it's like, I do too, because Puerto Rico is black. black. I mean, I know some Puerto, Puerto Ricans, black. yeah, they'd be upset yep. for me to, but I, you know, I look Puerto Rican too, but like, yeah, <laughs> but it's when you're around other travelers and everyone and they, that happens to be there and they're white and you're like the, you know, few black people, black women amongst a bunch of white people. That's when, I, that's when I was confused to be a prostitute. Um, so it was like, I, I, I am in a black country or I am in a place where like me as a melanated person is like the norm. But, um, and so, yeah, but yeah, you're totally right about like needing, um, needing like a travel group to feel safe. And actually that, I think that would be a really, if you wanted to, I would love to be a part of a conversation is of like traveling as a black woman and the experiences, uh, like a, a long, like race class. Yeah. Like, or just like race, gender, sorry, dynamics that you've experienced specific to like being a black woman traveler. Right. No, I think that's an important topic, especially as we um, we're only getting warmed up in our travel adventures. Exactly. So. So after our sidebar, we explored bringing your plus one on trips. Um, whether or not you served as a wing person for your trip companions and the concept of giving passes out when your significant other is um, out on a trip without you. Temi started started us off on the on thinking about mindset. Um, you know, you definitely go just to enjoy the thing that you paid your money to enjoy and everything is almost like uh, a topping on the cake or an extra bonus. Um, and I think that's like admirable um, because a lot of the times I've had different travel partners um, whose sole purpose has been to grab a man or a woman mm -hmm. on this trip and it's made it extremely awkward have any of you had to deal with um flinger like avid flingers and um what have you done um to to kind of enjoy your experience or i mean I'll, I'll just jump in here that i feel like i uh <laughs> yeah it sounds like you're almost describing like an experience where you're like the home base where like they they out and they're like, oh, where you at? Because this didn't work out. So let me let me find you and like come back to home base. I definitely have <laughs> have played home base before. It can be kind of you know it can be an, a, annoying at at, mm -hmm. at times. But I think you know uh, to the point of like mindset. You know, uh, it, the, the a lot of times the places that you you get a chance to go. You know, you also have to be there to like enjoy enjoy it yourself i think one of the mistakes that 
one of the biggest mistakes you can make, even when planning a trip with like good friends to go out and enjoy yourselves, is like not to also be planning for like yourself, like wanting to, to uh, like go on this. Like, listen, if they, yeah, if the, I know my friends, if they, if they are, you know, if they bounce and they're gone, like, right. you know, what's my plan? Like, what am I, how am I yep. going to enjoy myself? Um, I, so I've done most of my traveling, yeah. I've pretty much That's done solo. But, um, when I've traveled with people and they're, Mm. they're like uh, in that mindset to be as promiscuous as possible I generally just tell them just let me know right. share your location or something or just let me know if you need me to rescue you you know and then I would not worry about them as long as they have money and they have the keys to mm. the hotel or the apartment it is what it is and if I come back if we're sharing a room and I come back to the room and it's like busy I'll just keep occupied and just go away you know it's i uh it's like i see i see like things like that it's like <laughs> it's like going on dates right it's like if i'm gonna set up a date it's like i'm gonna do what i'm gonna enjoy as well mm. as whoever i'm gonna date with so if i'm going on a trip and somebody's like oh i want to mm-hmm. go out here and sleep with as many women as possible like okay cool for you but this is what i'm doing and yeah, it's it's worked out for me for the most part. Right. Yeah, I, I would say it. I think it works out really awesome. well. I feel like uh, this was more of an issue kind of in the earlier, younger twenties when you, uh, there was more sharing, where you probably shared rooms and shared a lot more things. Whereas like now, um, with a little bit more money, like I mm, went to, uh, I went on a trip with uh, one of my friends, and they were very clear about wanting to like do their thing and be on the prowl. So we purposely got two different places really close to each other, um, mm. right? And I wouldn't be able to do that in my 20s because, in my early 20s, because, uh, you know, no. <laughs> but, you know, it just wasn't going to happen. But now... Budget, um, we're broke. Like, you know, adult about it. You know, I, I thought that was an excellent compromise, and they got to do their thing, but we still got to, like, hang out otherwise. And, and, and I, at no point, had to sacrifice my vacation to, like, accommodate their fun. But, um, uh, but even now, like, um, I feel like if some, one of your right. friends does kind of want to be on the prowl and want to be, you know, on the hunt and do their thing as far as that's concerned, I've noticed for the most part, it's actually, if they're having a positive experience and, pe- you know, feeling pretty successful, it's actually a lot of fun. Like you get to like, you get to live vicariously, you're hearing the stories, you're high-fiving, it's actually yeah. like super fun, <laughs> you know? And then you're like, and then what yeah. happened? Like, it's, it's, it's super exciting <laughs> for, yeah. Yeah, and so it actually kind of girl, you do all the girl more fun for all involved, whether you're doing that or not. But the when it when it turns a corner is when things aren't working out, when the the disappointment hits or something happens or whatever, something oh, happens because yeah. then you're now on vacation having to deal with with your friend feeling very upset or very hurt or whatever, and you're like. Mm, you know, and, and obviously you're going to be there for them, but at the same, and then in my head, I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't vacation for this. Like this, you know, in my head, I'm like, that's why I don't bring that here. Cause I'm just here to have a good time and it, it doesn't right. you know, factor into what I'm doing. So, um, for the, mo- but honestly, for the most part, I haven't experienced a lot or I've experienced the former where it's like things are working out for the person and, and it just kind of makes everyone vacation that much more exciting, honestly. So I'm going to pivot just a little bit and come back to the fling conversation, but there are a few of us um, um, on here who 
have vacationed with Bay um, more than they've actually gone to find Bay out on vacation. I'd love to hear about those experiences um, in relation to um, at what like at what point do you decide like okay this is like someone I can continue to vacation with. Or have you ever had an experience where on vacation you've been side-eyeing because um, um, it, it, it's not I, working out? You got one? Or you want me to hop in? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so I'll, I'll share a, a quick story. I um, uh, was dating someone at the time and uh, uh, felt, I think at the time it was... Um, you know, I think we were still in a, in a space of like learning each other. I know I hadn't necessarily like made up my uh, my mind like, oh, this is definitely like long, long term. And what I mean by that is a little little kind of background. Uh, had a friend who was getting um, getting married. Uh, they were in a uh, uh, getting married in like a, you know, destination wedding. And of course you're, you know, they're in your circle. So you're mm-hmm. person you're dating, meeting your friends, conversations are coming up. And what came out of that was like, Oh, you know, we should go to uh, the wedding um, and purchase tickets. Um, the, the thing about it was that like, it was purchasing tickets like three, four months out. Uh, and so the, yeah. And so when you, you know, the, the, the kind of the lesson learned there is that when you're for me was, was that when I am not necessarily certain, uh, about someone or I'm not, I'm not certain enough to be making like thousand dollar plus investments that are three months out in, in a relationship, um, that it, it's probably not the best thing to do. And, um, and so ended up going, uh, <laughs> like <laughs> staying in it, going to the, to the wedding. Um, uh, and it was, it was kind of like, a, a a trying time. I think for me, I, it was a part of me that had like a level of, uh, resentment or guiltiness because I wasn't, um, I wasn't necessarily like looking forward to, to the wedding, like I should have been. And I think there was some baggage that I was carrying with me, um, over like the, the past couple months of like, like, yeah, we got these tickets, (laughs) like, right. Like, (laughs) you know, yeah. Um, and, uh, (laughs) so yeah, I mean, long and short of it was like, I think for me, um, that, that can be like, you know, those, it, it, it depended upon, I guess, your perspective and mindset, you know, taking, going on travels can, can translate into having a significant meaning. And the meaning that I was placing on that was that we were, uh, you know, deeper into the relationship, closer down the, the journey of relationship than where I felt I was comfortable being at that time. And um, came out of that that mm-hmm. uh, didn't have the greatest time. Um, uh, it was okay, but I, you know, I, I think I think we both probably had wanted more, and I think there might have been 
uh, at least baggage on my end uh, because of that. And, you know, eventually kind of split ways uh, thereafter. Um, and so I think, you know, more of the story for me, at least, is um, uh, it's a conversation around mindset. It's like a, like maybe not the, the if, if, if I'm hesitant with like the investment in like four or five, six weeks, six months out, excuse me, like what can I do in the short term? Like what are like some quick, you know, quick trips that are, are cheaper and some investment, but that's just, that's where I'm coming from. Um, um, any ladies have stories? Got it. Fry. Um, so I went on a trip with my no, ex go ahead, Tammy. Before, uh, we went actually, we went to, to crop over in Barbados together, and we we were on the cusp of breaking up at the time. But it was a birthday trip, we oh. planned it out a few, mm-hmm. a few, um, a few months in advance. And the agreement was, I was gonna, she was gonna go with her friend, she got her Airbnb, booked her own thing. We were doing some similar parties, but separate parties. And I was going to do my thing with my my guy friend. And he was going to come with his fiance. And we're going to stay together. But somehow, her Airbnb got messed up. So she ended up staying with me. My friend never made it. And before we left, yeah, before we left, we, we came to a, an agreement Ooh. that we're just going to go on vacation as just neutral parties. And we're just going to have a good time. And I understood where she was coming from because it was a birthday trip. She's been looking forward to it. And at the time, I didn't understand Carnival. And But she was all about it. I didn't get what the excitement was all about. You know? Mm. And um, I was like, sure, let's just do it. So we went, we got there. And I was, for a short period of time, I was kind of um, resentful a little bit, you know, but then I got over myself and I realized I was in Barbados. We had a beach house, like a beach condo, like the water was blue, the sun was sunny, you know, women everywhere. You, you can't be upset at that, you know, and and I feel like we left the vacation. Like, <laughs> right. I don't want to say in love, but I, I definitely was in love, like more in love, you know, but it was a great time for both parties. You know, we, we, we left connected, you know, stronger in the relationship, you know. So I um, I don't recommend planning vacations out in advance. But at the same time, I kind of do if you see that person <laughs> as somebody you want to be in a long-term relationship with. I wanted to zero in on both you and Brandon's use of resentment. What exactly were you resentful about? Was it spending the money was it that you were no, going to be doing your own for thing me, and it was, was more like she was going to be doing it in your face my, like my, what my uh, my resentment wasn't what what were you resenting those things it was more like i did like it was it was what was causing the the rift before the vacation yeah from like the oh you were still in your feelings from the like, from the vacation was great before was, heading in got it appreciative of being invited to it you know i even though I still, I left, I, I still didn't understand carnivals. I came to Trinidad last year. You know, I still had fun and I still really had a good time. And <laughs> my fun wasn't necessarily with carnival, even though I met, for the first like two nights, 
we were acting like we were single, you know. And um, I went out. I met a few women, you know. But uh, I, I never really followed through because I was just afraid that if I were to bring a girl back to the, to the, to the Airbnb, I might get stabbed or something. So I, I, I didn't try it, you know. But um, after, like, the first couple of days, I got over it, you know. And, but the resentment wasn't because of the money or anything. It was more like, oh, what I was upset about before the vacation. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I would say uh, the same thing. I think for me, it was more of a uh, a reluctance to have a conversation about where we stood and what I felt were like um, just different expectations or assumptions about kind of where our relationship was. And so... Um, I think at the time I was, I, I, yeah, it was, it was a struggle for me to have those difficult conversations or what I perceived to be difficult conversations and was kind of like, well, let's kick this down the road, kick this down the road. Right. Um, so. I wanted to ask the question about being in a relationship um, and you going on your separate boys, girls trips um, and the concept of passes are, is that a yay, a nay? Uh, we need more questions. Is it conditional? I.e. Oh, if it's a girl, you good boo or, you know, hell no to a dude. Like what are your thoughts on that? I'll let the ladies go first in this one. Um, no, there haven't been any sort of like passes or, or what have you, but, um, there also haven't been any boys or girls trips, or maybe there was like a girls trip, but once again, I wasn't even thinking that way for that to have even been a conversation. Um, but I think I, I, but mm, I, I think okay. that's a, like, I think it's a fascinating idea and I think it's definitely like, it's all about communication. It really just is. And just being straight up and honest. But speaking from personal experience, I'm not able to uh, kind of really comment on that. Um, not, not for me, but what I've seen. I can talk about what I've seen other people, how other people navigate that. But, yeah, if someone else wants to speak from a personal experience. Um, there was a time I was in, um, I traveled, I had a girlfriend. I was in Colombia, and she was like, it was my last night in the country, and she goes... You should get out there and have some fun, you know. We were on FaceTime, and I looked at her, and I was like, are you sure? And she said, yes. You're not, you're probably not going to go back to this country, so just go out there and live your best life. And I, well, I took that as permission, you know, but I appreciate it. Like, she was a... Okay. She was pretty like me, right? I personally, I'm okay with open relationships. It's weird. I dated a, I didn't, we didn't date, we, I had a fling with, well, I had a long-term fling with somebody that was engaged, right, and that was because she told me she was in an open relationship, she didn't tell me she was mm. seeing anybody when we met, and I told her, I'm not looking for anything, just so you know, you know, like straight up, and she's like, oh yeah, yeah me neither, blah, 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 and three months into right. it, she goes, I have a boyfriend, and I was like, 
oh, I got a cigarette. But I didn't care because I wasn't emotionally available. And it worked. So at that like during that experience, I realized I'm actually okay with mm-hmm. like open relationships. And I don't think most people act on the past you give them. I think it's just nice to have the option. You know, because like if you use Trinidad, Trinidad, for example, right? It's like mm. most people are tired. If you're trying to do all the parties, fair point. <laughs> you're, you're, I don't, I don't know where you have the energy. Maybe if you're in a fat <laughs> or if you're in a party and you like hook up with somebody you know, in the in the party, you find a corner or something. Maybe that's different. But I feel like most people are tired. So you give it somebody they pass at carnival. I feel like it's almost a waste because if I had the option, I'd be like, can I? Can I save this pass for later? That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> That's like wow. I, I, uh, I, yeah, no, I understand that, you know. But like, personally, a lot of people like, have found the energy to me. Under drunk or it's the rum and coconut water or something i'm just in a daze most of the time and the last thing on my mind 90 percent of the time is sex so right really but it's so hypersexual that's surprising to it's, me i just find carnival okay. to be so hypersexual wow. how's that the last thing last though really tell me i am dead i am dead serious it's like last like <laughs> Like, well, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe not last, you know, but like, <laughs> let me the, like, last you know, go. I, I, like, <laughs> Carnival is still fresh in my mind, right? And I just remember 50% of the time I was intoxicated. That's a fact. 50% of the time, 50% of the time, whatever I was saying to you guys, I probably don't remember, or I remember bits and pieces of it. And when I do have the energy when I'm awake or when I have a little time to take a nap, I just want to nap. I don't want any whatever. Like, yeah, it crossed my mind a few times, but like, for me, it's 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 different. I'm not like so. A lot of guys, yeah, a lot of guys. That's it's right. more like I I I know some people. He chose sleep. He chose like sleep. Sport, just try to see how many girls they can sleep with or how many girls they can talk to. I'm just like I don't need to. What's the word? I don't need to. Um... Yeah, I I already I'm very confident with myself or whatever, you know. And I'm just that like that level of I don't need to prove my my manly my manliness to anybody, you know, to be in competition like that. So I'm just there. I'm in the moment. If I hook up with somebody, that's fine. But most of the time, like like I said, ninety percent of the time it's Sex is not on my mind. Like, and maybe I'm just weird. I will see a hot girl. I'm like, yo, she's fine. And then I'll like look away and just keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I like the concept of fashion because for I feel trip. like um, yeah. you don't want somebody to be resentful <laughs> if the relationship doesn't work out and saying like, oh my God, I, I remember when I was in Greece or whatever and I met this Greek God, and it could have changed my life or whatever. And but I was dating Tenny, that motherfucker. Blah 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 blah. blah you know. <laughs> Personally, I don't want to be that guy. So. Yeah. 
Okay. How about you, Brandon and Nay? What's your What's your uh, What what? are your thoughts on? I I don't. (laughs) On on passes on passes. I'm I'm I uh. I don't know uh, how I feel about this. I, I you know if I if I care uh how do i say this if i if i would be willing to give someone a pass then uh i think i would Mm -hmm. i would me personally be evaluating how much energy i want to put into the relationship really oh Uh, you feel like it's already over if you're giving someone a pass no, it may not be like it's over, but I don't like I don't in the in the long run, I don't know if I how I would feel like I could I could never see myself giving a pass to my wife. Oh. Right. And and so like if my if my goal um me personally is to like find a, a, a wife or someone that I'd be like, nah, like <laughs> Like that's not so something I like. No, that's you know that's that's mine. Um, uh, then if I was to consider that, that would make me like. If I, if I'm in a mindset to consider giving someone a pass, I need to pause and think about like, is this the relationship that I want to continue investing time and energy in, or maybe it, it is for the time, like for this time, for this moment. But I I think. For me, it triggers a conversation of like just being really clear about like where we are, where we're headed, what this means. Let me, let me ask you a um, question. For me, interesting. I'm opposite. You, I'm probably opposite. Do you think your answer would change if, um, if I tell you, most women when they go on vacation, they're like trying to cheat or have flings. That's what I've been told by a lot of female friends. That's most? what I've been told by my sample, based on my sample size. I know I that was a general statement. Most but based women, my, yeah, based on my sample size. Most so, women I, yeah, okay. Like, I love, I got love the disclaimer. I so I, to be really, yeah, like I would be comfortable. Let's go back to like you know the levels, the levels to this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, you know, nah, in the flingology, if you go back to, you know, what we talked about, you know, I think I would be more comfortable with like a level one, a level two. Yeah. You know, I could give a pass on some like, I know you, if you're going to carnival, I can give a pass up to level two. You're going to be drunk like 90% of the time, you know, but I don't know if I would be like, like, you know. Here, here is your hundred percent free pass. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, if I, if I'm in that space right now. That's interesting. I feel like yeah. for me, it would be easier to have that level of like honesty and trust with like someone I would consider my final partner. To me, that it would be easier to give them a pass than it would for like a boyfriend that you're just kind of working mm. things on with. You know what I mean? You're not quite See, there. Like, I feel I- like. We're we're because it's you know if you're giving it's you're in one or two places if you're mm. talking about being open either it's like all right we kind of not I don't really care about you that much or it's like I care about you so much that I want you to still be able to experience who you are you know as a human outside of like our relationship and if that's what 
you you want to do, but you know where home is. I feel like it's more. I don't know. In my mind, I I I think passes make sense once you're with your person because. You know, if they've been real and true to you for like a decade right. and they want to go do their thing, let them do their thing. I feel like that's so I, they're being honest I, with you. I had a I had a friend, um, he and his uh, girlfriend, they would go play mask and, and but they were playing different bands. And so uh, I think they they which I thought was like uh-huh. smart where they were like, listen, whatever happens for you during you know these next couple of days enjoy it have fun but like within the within like the experience of like carnival right and then after they still had an opportunity to like you know work off any mm-hmm. you know any passion any energy um you know in their own way right and and then you know, they wouldn't see each other the next day and i think that for me is a seems like a good you know a good compromise but i you know honestly i also want to say like i haven't i don't think i have been in a situation where i have had that conversation or like really sat down and talked about like what uh trust and like how that would work just i just feel like it makes the conversation easier right it's like oh i was on vacation it was cool Versus, I was on vacation. Oh my God! You won't believe what happened in Trinidad. So I met this guy, blah 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 blah. Uh huh. And then what happened? And then what happened? You know. And then she, like, I'd rather ever tell me the story of like if they hooked up or not. You know, if they hooked up, was it meaningful? Was it good? Was it bad? Blah blah blah. Versus, none of not necessarily. You want to hear the details? details? Not necessarily the details, right? But like, you just said good or bad. But yeah, but like, good or bad. I mean, you about this like your part time. Of, part of like being with somebody is like no. having experiences with them, no matter how bad or how crappy it is, you know. So it's like <laughs> you might hate it in the moment because naturally we're all like possessive and selfish or whatever, you know. But if it makes them happy and like if it makes the relationship a little bit more trusting i'm all for it versus like where you have to hide and yeah and, and not be true to yourself and stuff like that was there any other topic that you wanted to throw out there into? for us to talk about that we haven't um touched I, or I, no i don't think so yeah. um i would say no i mean i i'm i'm leaving right you know right now i'm leaving with like thinking about this past like the rules behind like this this past this coupon that uh <laughs> you can get yeah you know like oh. um and how that will the work coupon. but um the uh boyfriend girlfriend fights that happen at carnival and i and i'm going to just throw it out there for like carnival is a different kind of vacation mm-hmm. So I think it's a lot easier to not be tempted on your Ooh. just normal, you know, island or your normal kind of hiking yeah. trip or whatever. Like Carnival is, you know, sexual. It just is. It's just it's a lot of thongs, a lot of fishnet. It's a lot of just everything is out. So, um, so mm-hmm. like, 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, going into it, it was the first time mm-hmm. going into it. I definitely, like, read Body some paint. Uh, blogs mm. or I'd seen, I'd heard about, like, the, like, the boyfriend-girlfriend fights that happened at Carnival. And, and everyone, and then I witnessed it, you know, then you see it, <laughs> then you see it happening. And, and like, <laughs> Ooh, oh God, um, they're harsh. They're definitely harsh. And I, and I, I would imagine if there isn't a situation where Ooh. there is like a pass or a green light or a, a white flag or whatever, I can imagine going to a place like Carnival with a romantic partner being a, a little difficult. I, I can see why, especially if there's, you know, there's certain personalities that can be more possessive. There are certain more personalities that, and then, you know, people also have their yeah. history and their background, maybe something, someone cheated last year. <laughs> and the, that type of dynamic is like spilling in. I don't know, but it's like, you see these relationship fights and I've like, I like before even going in. Yeah. Wow. There's the music again. Is that, are we okay? It's it's like the award ceremony and the music is playing. Uh, <laughs> I don't really Woo! thank you, Academy. Yeah, we're good. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, I but I, I, know, I remember like, reading like, don't why don't no. with your 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 boo. Like just don't do it because that's just like not the place and things are gonna happen and blah blah blah. So I um, <laughs> I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. But that's just me. I'm I'm weird. I'm mm. different. So. <laughs> So to round out our past conversation, I had a sidebar with Temi um, about um, why he was so open to open. I want to talk about a little bit more about why you say that you're different. Okay. Um. Um some of the stuff that you'd already mentioned is about open relationships and um, a lot of communication. And so I'd love to hear more about that and how you actually got there. Um, sure. Um, I, well, so my background is very interesting. Like I'm from Nigeria where it's like, it used to be a man's world. Well, it used to be a women's world. Mm. Now it was a man's world and now it's just, getting more progressive but it's still it's not it's far from what mm-hmm. it can be but I was raised by my sisters so I guess that like I I, I don't know how to say it. I, I think I grew up a lot quicker than I should have grown up because mm-hmm. one I'm one of four I'm the last born and I'm the only right. son so oh, okay. it's like growing up I watched my sisters like fight over petty stuff and I'll be like this doesn't mean anything or whatever and like I just I grew I I learned how to be with myself and learn from them Mm -hmm. and that a lot of things is not worth um competing over or um it's not worth the 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 effort that people put into a lot of things so I think I kind of apply that to a lot of areas in my life and when it comes to dating Mm -hmm. I grew up treating women how I expect people to treat my sisters for the most part. So um, that kind of factors into, factored into my, um, my dating life. And the older I got, I realized it's just like, 
when it comes to being in an open relationship or whatever, I feel like people are going to do what they want to do regardless of who you are and okay. what you bring to the table. Like it, you can't really change people's behavior because you think you're awesome or whatever. You know, what you're gonna right. do is just encourage secrecy and people sneaking around. So I feel like it's better to um, to have those conversations with your partner versus right. just wonder mm-hmm. what they're doing behind your back. And it's not like I've been hurt before or whatever. No, I think I, I got comfortable with open relationships when I, um, I realized that um, I was willing to be in an open relationship with somebody because I really cared about them that much. And I felt like okay. they just wanted time to do what they want to do because they were young. And I felt like, mm-hmm. okay, if you if you want to be single or whatever, um, maybe you don't have to be completely single or whatever, you know. But she thought, oh, I, I was just saying that for me, you know. Then I realized, okay, there's nothing I can do. Then I, I thought about it after that. I was, I met a girl who had a boyfriend at the time, but I didn't know when I met her. Right. And um, we, actually, we were, we did whatever we were doing for about a year, you know, and I mm-hmm. knew for like eight months that she had a boyfriend, a fiance. Got so, it. And I was like, okay, maybe I am comfortable with open relationships. Well, were you comfortable with, or are you comfortable with open relationships, or is it because you are yet not in a space to um, fully commit to someone? And I'm only asking that because in um, some of the conversations we had um, during this um, podcast was that at what point you were emotionally unavailable. So did that play a factor? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't date for most of 2019. And after 2018, just because I wasn't mentally there. And 2020, I said I was going to date because I feel like I was, um, when I broke up with my ex-girlfriend, it was like my first heartbreak, you know? And mm-hmm. um, and when I, like, when I dated my ex, I uh, I went into it without any, without holding back very much. It wasn't like I did my fees, like, I jumped off a, off a reef into the ocean just with no protection or whatever. So I <laughs> exposed myself. And I did that intentionally because, like I said, I was raised by my sisters. And my sister would say, whatever is worth doing is worth doing well. So um, now, 2020, I'm, I think I'm in a space to date, but I just, um, I'm not rushing into anything. And... I still mm-hmm. think I'm okay with open relationship as long as there's open communication about it and there's like honesty on both sides, you know, and there'll be ground rules, obviously, you know, but yeah. So um, I will say that a lot of the points that you all brought up um, in terms of open communication, whether or not passes were a thing, um, and mindset come across borders or sand stays on the beach. Um, so as we close, are there any tips for future flingers 
um, that you'd like to leave? Wait, are there what? Tips. Any tips? Either for or against flingers. I mean, I think just keep your, if you're in a relationship, I mean, just keep it honest. Just be absolutely honest always with yourself. Like if you are, if you're not capable of flinging, don't do it. If you get too attached and that's not you, then don't do it. Um, And if you're in a relationship, be honest with the person that you're in a relationship with in terms of what are your intentions. That's it. And keep some coupons (laughs) on you. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) We're going to color code them, too. (laughs) Maybe this is more for the guys. Just know that... um... The other person has okay. feelings and emotions and factor that into your your decision to be an asshole mm. or not. But that's it. I don't know. I think my parting tri- my parting tip is uh, goes on top of Tariq's, Tariq's. Excuse me. There are women out here who think that. Um, we can fling and like that's it but they really do attach a lot of expectations to to that attachment because for them sex is an attachment um and so i you know whoever asked me if people were to ask me and they're probably not asking me now but i'm like if that's you then flinging ain't for you and that's that (laughs) so on that note thanks again um, I'll probably come back to you all for another recording of something no else problem. just as juicy, but I appreciate your time. Thanks, Juana. All right. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Thank you. And that rounds out uh, my third episode of Jay in Transit. <laughs> Fling it up. We had a lot of fun with that one, and I hope you did, too. Um, give me a follow on Instagram at J in transit and be sure to let me know your thoughts in the comment section till next time.